Uh, I'm just going to add John to the call. <clears throat> this is okay. so easy. Are we never going to meet in person again? No, this is it. My name is Dan Duvall. And I'm Sarah Duvall. And this is the Hate Locker Podcast, a podcast where we uh, hate the everyday things that you love to hate with a passionate yet fair vigor. And today uh, joining us is a hilarious comedian. Uh, you've probably seen him at Just for Laughs or Winnipeg Festival or, or the Halifax Comedy Festival. Uh, he's got a super funny album called Most Likely to Be a Comedian, and he's also the co-host of Blocked Party. Uh, John Cullen is joining us today, sort of. Hi, John. Hey, hi, hi, friends. Hi, um, hi John. Yeah. Where we? I didn't. I didn't even know we were. We started. So oh yeah, just fired good, her. So. Fired her up. We're pretty yeah, no, surprise. That's how we yeah. roll. No, no, that's cool. That's good. I like that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah not, I'm doing well. Thank you for that very nice intro, by the way. Oh, no sweat. No sweat, man. Uh, we're sort of sometimes professional in, in some ways uh, here. here no, we're not. Especially when, especially, yeah, not at all. Especially when we have uh, days to prepare because we're all doing nothing. <laughs> when I say joining us, I mean no one is joining anyone. Sarah and I are not even in the same room this time. We're no, in different we're places. not even in the same municipality. Nope. None of that. Not even in the same city. That's right. Where everybody is in their own uh, bubble so that we don't die. And I yeah. was just saying, uh, we were just talking about um, being quarantined uh, with children and whatnot. I'm being quarantined with my parents. Uh, I have uh, acute asthma, so I'm like one of the people who is at risk. So I can do nothing. Like I can't even... I can't go out of the house and be around people at all. And uh, I'm, I, my dad is like, this morning, he's like, well, I'm going to uh, head on out to Home Depot. I'm going to grab some sand uh, to fill in a hole I dug in the yard. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, dude, like, this is not okay. Like, I'm fully, literally, like, at risk. You can't just go out. It negates everything that I'm doing. <laughs> Super. For the record, he's at risk also. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, is yeah. also at risk. That's right, he has chronic he bronchitis. He is a 71-year-old with chronic bronchitis <laughs> yeah. who also should not be going to Home Depot. Yeah, he's got the Crombron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's oh, your man? I feel like that's the like I feel like that's kind of how old older people seem to be treating it though. Like yeah. I mean, so social media is not a great indication of anything and it's definitely not a good sample of the earth, but like, it definitely seems like, you know, all these, uh, all the, all young people are like, we got to protect old people and old people are out like yeah. licking doorknobs <laughs> and like having sex with other old people they've never met before. Like in a park. Like, oh yeah. In a park, like cough in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I, I want the disease. I don't give a shit. This is just, they're making it up. The kids are making it up. And it's like, Oh my god! <laughs> Spit in my mouth. Ethel is the only way I can come. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, gross! Too much. Too much. Okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> that was too much. Yeah. Well, we're off to a hot start. 
good stuff. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. So Sarah, you're stuck at home with a child, obviously. That I mean, you got to hate that. That could be like one of your topics, I'm sure. Like that is gonna... my that actually eleven year olds is my hate. Is it? Do you want? I mean, we could just jump right. Eleven year old boys, want. just boys, girls. I'm sure are lovely, but boys, holy mother well. of fucking god. <laughs> holy mother of god i don't even know where to start i don't know where to start not only like am i on fucking holidays hashtag worst holiday ever are you jumping right i've been waiting are you doing i'm jumping right in because i'm okay all right that's good i'm I'm into it all right so i'm i'm on holidays i've been waiting for this holiday for quite a while pretty pumped we're supposed to go to vancouver with our friends for hockey maybe go down to bellingham do a bit of shopping no that's off yes Get some cheese. Yeah, going down to, to the big to the big mall to the big mall down there. Nope, nope, that's not happening. Why don't you stay home with your eleven year old for twenty four hours a day for two <laughs> weeks? Oh, oh, oh! Let's cancel school. Let's maybe five months. Five fucking months. Well, you don't. Oh five yeah, months. yeah, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, five months. Oh, also, and all sports are canceled. Oh, this is dream. This is dreamy. So I go to I go before we were in like full lockdown. I'm like, okay, I gotta fucking ready for this. I bought all these crafts, brought them home, spent $30 on a new board game. I hate all of this shit. Is what did you buy? Says, it, did you buy shit. Pandemic? Is that the game you bought? No, I, but I saw it and I thought of it, but it was like 60 bucks. I'm like, no, nah, that's too much. That's, that's too expensive of a joke for my unemployed ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I bought Tetris Duel, which I thought would be fun. He does not enjoy it. <laughs> I bought some, some sun catchers to, to, to paint, painted one, done. What's a sun Just catcher? fucking... You know, you hang them in the window and they catch the sun. Okay. Sounds lame. I can't believe I perhaps did not, but there's not a lot of crafts that are geared towards 11 year old boys. 11 year old son who likes guns didn't want to put, <laughs> paint a sun catcher. That's odd. There's there's not a lot of crafts geared towards his age group, it turns out. Uh, no, Fortnite the only is thing the craft. geared toward it, that is it. And unfortunately, it turns him into a maniac. Well, if you, do just, you guys so, remember the. Do you guys remember the. the um, the like easy bake oven for boys where they were like, yes. like, Oh boy. They're like, how can we take this like shitty technology we've invented and make it for boys? And then they're like, Oh, you can make bugs in it. Well, you, 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 like, <laughs> no, you can, you could, I had it. It was called like creepy crawlies or something. And it was like, yeah, I remember make, that like, you'd make like gummy bugs. Oh basically. yeah. I remember this thing. Yeah. And so totally. you'd just like, yeah, you'd shove it in. And like, I wasn't, so I was like a very precocious, like 11 year old child who was like in the gifted program and preferred to read more than anything else. <laughs> so like, I was not one of those kids that was like into bugs or anything, but I think my mom just saw this. And was like, oh, Johnny will like this. And then I was like, I don't think I like this, but I do like gummies. So I'll try it out. And they tasted so bad. Oh, it was just God. like the dumbest, <laughs> it was the dumbest thing ever. But I think that I, I, I just, I think going off of what you're saying, Sarah, like, I think that was the last time they tried to make crafts for boys. And I think you're were, right. And then they're like, oh, this, you know what? The gummies tasted like shit a lot. It turns out a lot of boys, now that we have the internet, don't really like bugs anymore because they're like never outside to see the bugs. And no, so, they don't like anything. Yeah, they don't like anything. They like TikTok. They like Fortnite. And yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's not allowed on t- He's currently, as I was saying to you guys, I've, he has a cell phone with my headphones wrapped around it, which I took away yesterday and now I can't find it. So I have no headphones either. <laughs> like, it's just... <laughs> It's going to shit. Things are going to shit What's in my it? house. What is it like day four? 
It's yeah. day four. Yeah, it's uh, it's day four. I'm actually going to say it's day three because Monday we didn't really take it that seriously. We went to Walmart. Yeah. But <laughs> after Monday, I was like, all right, shit, now we're on lockdown. And things yeah. have gone steadily. He also has ADHD. Uh, um, yeah. He has ADHD mm. and I forgot to medicate him yesterday, which added to the problems. We've just, I'm, it's just not, it's not, our house is not, not you... a harmonious place. <laughs> Do you have like a lot going on, a full schedule? Like, how did you forget? No, I just, I usually, he takes them before I get up in the morning because he's up uh, before my husband leaves for work because I'm on a fucking holiday, so I'm sleeping in. Anyway, he usually takes them, but then I guess he, for some bizarro reason, also slept in yesterday and we both had thought the other had given it to them until it was one o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, I was just fucking- Then we were in too deep. We were in too deep. I didn't really need a real explanation. I was just fucking with you, but that's okay. Sorry. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. These are trying times. You can give it These are trying times. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I I I got, yeah, fuck. 11's a tough age too, because he's probably not jacking off yet. (laughs) I I don't think he is. (laughs) So I'm ninety nine percent sure he's not. So that's like, gonna like, take like, some. Uh, like at least if he was like you know fourteen, you could be like, okay, well at least he has something to do like three times a day. He hasn't come out three, right. three, three. If well, you have, in, I don't, I don't okay. know about this. I feel like five or six, more, like minimum, on a quarantine. Have you got nothing to do? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you know, you could be re- like reasonably assured you don't have to. You wouldn't have to buy him crafts or board games or anything like. <laughs> yeah, that. he's his own. He'd be crafts. way too busy. He's doing exactly. paint. Yeah, he's doing yeah, paint by numbers yet. on an old shirt. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. That's All yucky. Right, that's, probably, that's probably too much. All right. Yeah. It was probably too far, even just to start with this yeah. conversation. Yeah. For probably. me to even bring it yeah. up was probably not appropriate. Well, yeah. It is what it is. Your teaching careers, I'm sure, will still be around after this. I mean, what? How old are the kids uh, you teach? Uh, well, I teach. I teach high school, and I'm a I'm a substitute. So. I'm like any anywhere from grade eight to twelve. I used to in my earlier subbing career, I would do elementary too, but um, but yeah, I'm not, grade three uh, over here. So, oh okay, got, nice. got grade wow. three over here. Yeah, that's tough. Because that's the other thing too. I always thought of like I don't like teaching elementary, but I also um, I didn't. I, I always thought of it like, man, I couldn't imagine teaching elementary school and then having a child that is elementary school age at the same time. So that you're just like My, literally around eight year olds. Like he's 11 now, but like when he was eight, like you're just uh, around an eight year old all day. Like I just couldn't. Do, I couldn't do that. Not to mention, he also went to my school. He also went to her school. He went to my so school. So it's like there's no break at all. So we spent 24 fucking hours a day together, basically. Oh I would God. see him a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot of together time at my house. And he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> he's not. He is. He is. He's, he is. He's an eleven-year-old. They're all jerks. He's you. No, You're, he's you. Oh, I know. He's, he's fucking me. you. He's he's. he's the same, you are the same person. Yeah, it's wild stuff. It's frightening. Like, what have I done? He's, I've created a second one of you. I remember early on in this podcast when we, when I was used to do it with Chelsea. Early, one of my topics was just uh, children in general. Chil- I think it was like kids under nine and how much I hated them. Uh, mm. all across the board and, and because they're just rude jerks. Uh, it's definitely true. I stand by this and 11 is no different. He's like, I want to like show him cool stuff. Be like, yo, check this out, man. This is some cool ass shit I want to show you. But he, 
has to be like cool guy in his head. Like nothing is cool. Like you can't show him anything yeah. and have him get excited about it. He's like, yeah, whatever, man. That's lame. He's like, you're fucking, I'm you're fucking gay, Uncle Dan. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> he's oh ne- never said that. No, he has never said that. No, he says it with his eyes. Oh my god. He says it with his eyes. And he rolls his eyes. He's like, whatever. I don't know anybody else that ever was like that when they were a child. Oh, I for it was sure. You. Every kid is like that. That's why I hate them all. They all suck. Yeah. You forget. You forget because you're not around them all the time. That's why yeah. I don't have any kids. That's why. And many other reasons. But, it's probably for the best. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, no kids that I know about. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I feel, honestly, I feel for you. I feel for you that you're in this situation that you are having to be quarantined with a child. Um, that would suck. That would suck a lot. I feel for you. Yeah. Are you going to be able to, though, like Sarah, when you go, because we are, the teachers are going back, even though there's no students, right? Like, will you, will you be able to bring him with you? Like, I'm assuming. Well, yes. I don't, I don't, I'm, an, I'm actually an EA. Oh, so okay. we, ha- we, we, this, this is another beautiful thing is they've announced the school closures and the teachers are all laid out. They don't said nothing about us. We don't know what right. the fuck's happening well, yeah. to us. Because we can't all PLCs go back to school either. because then mm. there's fifty more than going to be more than fifty people in the school if we all go back. So do right. some of us get paid and some of us don't get paid? It's like this modern day mystery. What's going to happen? Will you be able to pay your mortgage? No one knows. Yeah, this shit is crazy. <clears throat> I've ne- like, I mean, <laughs> it, it's like nothing. I've, I mean, we like to try to keep things light and keep things fun here on the podcast normally, but like, it's kind of hard to not talk about it. Like, this is wild shit. This has got to be like the biggest event that's happened in our lifetimes ever. Like, it's like more so than nine eleven, even I'd say. Like, right? Like, oh yeah. Really- well, nine eleven, yeah. If I think, we didn't live in New York, so I think the thing with 9/11 too, yeah, exactly what you said, Sarah. Like, because someone was saying that this is bigger than 9/11, and at first I was like, I don't know, but the this is like global in a way that like 9/11 wasn't. The mm-hmm. only thing I would say though is like, I mean, we're 20 years removed from 9/11, so it's easy to say like you know, we're still impacted by 9-11. Like we still take our shoes off when we go to the airport and there's still wars being fought in the Middle East over that, like over that conflict or whatever. Like, so will this be affecting us like 20 years from now? Like probably not, but in the same way, like 20 years from now, we might be like, oh, we're, we deal with pandemics uh, in a, or viruses in a completely different way because of what happened in this situation. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I hope so. I, I just I feel like we haven't. I feel like we have no idea what the ramifications of all this is. Uh, uh, like, I mean, with the, the I mean, uh, with rent getting like waived, and there's so many things now that are like the wool's getting pulled off of how much bullshit capitalism is through this. And like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, oh, you can have more broadband on your internet now because this is down. It's like, well, can't we just have that anyway? Like, what do you mean? Like, why, why are you holding right? out on us? Like, there's like so many, so many instances of that. Like, it's uh, basically people are getting socialism whether they want it or not, and it's kind of funny. Anyway, this isn't funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like really no, I'm, I'm honest to God. I'm not in a. I'm like, I'm not in a funny mood. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to pull it out for you guys. You're, I'm working on it. But well, that's it's why we need to talk. Not- be in the same room. This is why we need to talk about children masturbating <laughs> so that we can keep it light and okay. keep it fresh. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> anyway, that's that's all I got on that. I'm stuck at home with an 11 year old who hates me 90 percent of the time because all we fight about is how much screen time he's had, which generally I don't really care Let about. Let him have it all. Turns, Fuck it. 
No, no. He's really unpleasant afterwards. Tell him to go outside like and dig a I, hole in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, Because exactly. Gra- Gramps has lots of sand to fill yeah, it with exactly. after. Grandpa got some extra sand. <laughs> and I just want to, I want to clarify that, um, you know, the reason I brought up the masturbation thing has nothing to do with, <laughs> there's nothing, no, it has nothing to do with Sarah's son. I, I feel like as a man, I can say that. As a man, you can go like, okay, well, I know when I was that age, I'm just putting myself in those shoes. I just want to clarify so that if anyone out there is like, what, who is this Cullen guy? That is, I mean, I I feel like that was self-evident, but I would like to just bring that up further. So we, we all understand that, you know, we're just, we only, we only, yeah. Yeah. It's about, it was about manhood. We're we're on the same page. It was, it's it's just, it's something that you understand. I don't understand it. I know it's a universal uh, language we can all speak. Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. That's right. Agreed. And, and if we're all quarantined, there's no reason why we shouldn't be chain- turning our apartments into masturbatoriums. Uh, that's right. That are, I think people are doing that. Well, I should hope so. I mean, some we're all. I mean, stuck. What I, else is they're gonna do? I can't even see my girlfriend. I'm not allowed because she's still out working, so I can't see her because I have the asthma, and so she could kill me. And then I can't even see her. I'm like, see you when I see you. We're like FaceTiming. You know, and then uh, and then my dad is like, "Well, off to Home Depot." <laughs> like, and you see, you probably like you probably haven't thought about about like being a loser for a, a while. Yeah, like, this that's is, like, not great, true. This is, well, I just mean like I feel like when you're a kid and you have bad asthma, it's like a big loser thing. It's like oh, oh look gotcha. At, look, at, look at loser little puffer boy over there. Yes, he's, he's got asthma. What a what a what a loser. But then when you're an adult, you realize like, oh, no, it's actually like a serious illness and lots of people have it. And I think you you never think twice about it. But now, now you're like living with your parents. You can't see your girlfriend. You're just you're just jacking off indoors all day. It's like, it's like oh, yeah, Dan is a huge loser. Yeah, what, a, yeah, yeah. what a fucking loser. It's come back around. I don't have I don't have comedy to sort of lean on because all the shows are canceled. I got nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. I bring nothing to the table. <laughs> All I have is this we could go for a walk, and then basically, <laughs> yeah, basically now we're doing a podcast. So what am I like an AV club nerd essentially with asthma yeah. who doesn't have a girlfriend <laughs> and lives with his parents? Yeah, what a nightmare! God damn, uh, I went for a bike yeah. ride yesterday by myself. So there's that. <laughs> oh, that's good. that's pretty fun. It was nice. Yeah. It was a pretty nice. Day. That's we're uh, my, it's my kid. I finally dragged him off Fortnite yesterday, and I was he's. I'm like, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to bake a cake. I'm like, fuck, what? done. What? Even though, After even all though that, I'm on heat, back, no, no. he like wants to do baking. Like, I'm no, not- no, he wants to bake a cake. So I'm like, all right, we get out all the ingredients, do the first step. He's like, oh, I'm gonna watch The Simpsons. I'm like, fuck. So now we've started. So now I'm baking a cake, and I'm on keto, so I can't even fucking eat the cake. This is so now. You go on. Sorry, I do have something. To anyway, say now this. I've got a giant chocolate cake in my house that I cannot eat. That I'm just gonna th- probably throw out in four days because nobody's gonna eat it. Like it's fucking. Okay. I feel like I'm just. I don't know. Just. Just. I don't even know. Why are you letting him bail on the thing he started? You need to make him finish that. Are you kidding? Because I have no just... fight left in me. I'm beat down. <laughs> I'm out. I got nothing. He's broken me. I got you're, no fight. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care anymore. You're, uh, I'm not fighting with you for five months. You're making your own bed here. You need to, you, you got to make him finish the, the cake. No, because and then, then he you should have to under- sit no. there and eat the whole fucking cake by himself in <laughs> under 20 minutes. Until make him pukes. puke. You're going to eat. You the, have no child. Like when you catch your kids smoking cigarettes all the time. And you're like, you're going to smoke a whole yeah, cart and Johnny. That whole you know pack. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You make him eat that whole cake. You want to make a cake, you're going to eat it, eat it all. That's right. 
No. Anyway. No, we're not eating the cake, and I'm not fighting. Okay, this is your fault. Do you know what it's like to bake a cake with someone who doesn't want to bake a cake? It's not pleasant. There's <laughs> no pleasantness there. There's no like, hey, can you pass me the flour? It's like, this is feel like you're having like a fun time. I don't even time like cake. Like, <laughs> like, like paint with flour on your faces and <laughs> right. like twirling around and listening to like That's some not fun happening. music. It's not, eh? It's just a nightmare. There's a sullen, a sullen person standing in the corner with his arms <laughs> crossed, glaring at you while you mix the ingredients. This is going to be delicious. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. It's not like Mary Poppins <laughs> at <happening>. all. <laughs> No, there's no Mary Poppins in our fucking house. None. No Mary Poppins. Just sullen preteens. Right on. Okay. And a big fucking cake that I can't even share with the neighbors because I might kill them. Who knows? Right on. Anyway, right on. carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Yeah. Uh, That's all I got. This is, this I, can s- see why, uh, I can see why your sister uh, made a natural replacement for Chelsea on this podcast. Oh, yeah. You got it. A lot, hey. of, hate, <laughs> lot, of, lot of anger and hate. She is a hateful, yeah, hateful I'm- bitch. <laughs> I'm a hateful bitch. It's true. Oh, my heart is full of hate. I can't like like it was. I can't believe I didn't immediately be like, oh, I have the perfect replacement here. Just walk. <laughs> like I mean, it, so dumb. Been, didn't know with you all along. It's it's, some, it's funny because I'm not a hateful person at all. It's brought us closer together. So that's kind that's of that's good. Yeah, yeah, out, but right. just farther apart today. Yeah. Uh, good one, uh, John. You, you <laughs> Sorry, want to you want to go next? Oh, Tell sure. us what you hate, yeah. John. Yeah. What do you hate? Okay. All right. Uh, well, let's. We can get it. We can get the topic away from the virus for a minute, and and children, and we'll talk about. Um, I I don't like, uh, and Dan, you'll you'll know about this as well. I don't like comedians who are, um, who you know are quote uh, air quote edgy comedians. Mm-hmm. You know who are like you know yeah they're they're like alt-right not necessarily even alt-right but they have that kind of same mentality of like the libs can't handle my comedy and, <laughs> and their 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 reasoning for doing bad at comedy is that like the audiences just can't handle what they're talking about um and in actuality uh it's just that they're really really bad yes they're just really bad so, at comedy and that's why the audience doesn't like them it's because they're bad that's right so andrew dice clay is that who you're describing well, I no, hate, I hate him a fucking lot. No, no, well, that's no. Fa- but Andrew Dice Clay was famous, and Andrew Dice Clay also uh, exploited a gap in the comedy boom where there, where the, like a large portion of the comedy boom was clean, right? Like stand up comes from a place of, um, of you know that kind of like the idea that comedians are truth tellers or whatever, which I think in 2020 is absolutely bullshit. But you know, <laughs> in, in the old days with like with like Lenny Bruce and George Carlin and Richard Pryor and like comedy, that's what comedy was. Yes. Uh, you know, once it got out of the Catskills and out of vaudeville, comedy was this thing where it was like, okay, I'm speaking truth to power and I'm using my my platform to spread my message. And then when the comedy boom happened. Uh, that kind of all got pushed aside. And then Andrew Dice Clay carved a niche by by taking all of that kind of, or, and not that Andrew Dice Clay is a truth teller by any means, but he just took that that idea of like, okay, everybody's providing a clean comedy kind of thing or a cleaner version of comedy, and I'm just going to take it to its like absolute logical extreme. And he also had like created an effective character and could tell good jokes. Like the comedians I'm talking about, Sarah, are like truly dreadful yeah. comedians. And you see this, it's it's mostly like propagated on their social media. It's like, yes, you know, it's a big, it's a big thing of like, oh, audiences just don't get me and you don't understand me 
and like you're trying I'm, to I'm censor really, me like yeah exactly and it's like no it's like there are lots and lots of comedians who do extremely well writing jokes about the controversial topics that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. There are lots of comedians that have jokes about sexual assault and racism and whatever else you want to throw in there. Like it's, you're not a unique, and that's the thing too, is like, I think they think they're like, a, they're, they're a unique voice. And it's like, you're not a unique voice. There <laughs> are... There are lots of people who are doing this, even very successfully, and the reason that they're very successful is because they know how to write a joke, and you have no idea what a joke is. This is exactly gotcha. it. And like the you said, George Carlin, and that's like the one argument that they always try to lean on is the uh, well, Carlin did it. Carlin was doing it. Oh, you know, and it's like it's not the same thing, like at all. Like this is. I saw somebody post this uh, once and I couldn't, I think I might have been uh, Colin Sharp, but I couldn't agree more that it's like people go up on stage and just say these offense, like these, these offensive, th it's usually newer people who come and do comedy and they show up and they say all these super offensive things and it's like you are kind of doing it backwards. You need to learn how to write a joke and then you can say the offensive things. You can't, otherwise you're just spewing hate speech and you're just part of a problem. You're not, you're not. You're not actually even doing comedy. You're just saying hateful things if you don't know how to tell a joke. You know, totally. I, I think it's like I, I think it's probably like um, like after Jackson Pollock came out, there were probably lots of artists who just started like flinging paint at a right. canvas, and they're like, "Well, Jackson Pollock did it, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that's exactly like, <laughs> this is what he's doing." So, like, I mean, how can you? There's no difference between my paint splatter and his paint splatter or whatever. Like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, well, Carlin did it or like Bill Burr's doing it now or Louie's doing it now or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but they're, do it, they're doing jokes, though. Like, yes. they have punchlines and clever. setups. Like, yeah, it's clever and funny. And, and they're making you think about these topics in an original way. They're not getting on stage and just, you know, saying awful shit for no reason yeah like and, it's and, and even those people even sometimes like even like uh Chappelle, one of his specials that came out i watched it i think it was the first one the newer one that came out and i watched it and i was like oh man this is not good like for you like even those people to me in my mind are still getting held accountable when they do a bad job because even those people can do a bad job of it sometimes and that's okay it doesn't mean that i hate that person now it means that like i just didn't dig those jokes because I was like, that wasn't good enough. Like, to me, if you're going to joke about stuff that is, like, offside or controversial, it has to be worth it in the end. Like, the punchline has to be worth the risk. Totally. To and me. it needs to be it needs to be unique too yeah. for me. Like yeah, it, it, you, yeah. if you're going to yeah, if you're going to talk about any of that any of that stuff, like a lot of it a lot of it right now, you know, the controversial stuff is when people get into like, you know, trans rights or, you know, homophobic material or or things like that, like that or sexual assault. Like those tend to be the kind of like push button topics right mm -hmm, now totally and it's and 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 it's fine like it, it's just yeah it's not a joke like i think they do it just to get a reaction i think that's the thing too is like when you're a newer comedian you just think like well if i'm getting any reaction yes. i'm doing well and it's like no it's like the, the point is to make the audience laugh not go like Oh, and then like kind of because the re the reaction a human will have to hearing something offensive that they don't like is often nervous laughter. 
So it's like, so I think in some ways (laughs) these newer comedians are like, well, when I try to do clean, cleaner stuff or not talk about that stuff, I get no reaction. But when I talk about this like quote unquote shocking stuff, then I'm getting this kind of like nervous laughter or this like, oh, kind of reaction. And then they're Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, see, like I'm getting a reaction. They're not silent. Yeah, because the silence is deafening. And so it can be very difficult to sit in. So I get that. And then they think they need to say something brutal in order to get any kind of reaction at all because any reaction is better than no reaction. Totally. I agree with you. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just very annoying. I just wish that like I, I'm just, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a big proponent of jokes. I love jokes. Jokes are the thing that I like. And that's why I got into doing stand up. And I like punchlines. I like setups. I like jokes. Uh, so I, I really hate when people blame their inability to write jokes on like PC culture or whatever. It's like, you can definitely do, you can definitely do non PC jokes. And like, there's even shows like in Vancouver where that are specifically designed for that. Like the comedy shocker was here for a really long time before Mm -hmm. Mark Hughes moved. And now Sam Tawning is doing his dirty jokes show at yucks. And like, there's lots of, there's, there's there's lots of spaces for you to do offensive jokes where the audience knows that that's what's coming and they're expecting it and they want it. Like there's lots of room to do those jokes. It has nothing to do with PC culture. It's that your jokes are fucking bad. 100%. I could not agree more. And it is very annoying. And it's in every single scene. And like we have so many. I, I, one thing I've noticed, uh, I don't know if it's recent or what, but is every new comic has a bunch of jokes about suicide for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like that's such a touchy subject. If, you, like, if you're going to talk about that, it better be funny. Like it better be funny yeah. and it better be original. Otherwise, don't do it. It's not worth it at all. And it, you're all, all you're doing is becoming part of the problem and putting people out. It's off-putting. It makes comedy look bad. It's it's uh it's trash. And there are so many people who don't understand the difference between between this. Like I, I definitely think that any topic there is no topic <clears throat> that is off limits as long as it's done properly. One of my favorite examples of it is uh, right like twenty minutes after the Boston Marathon bombing happened and anthony jeselnik who is a great uh example of somebody who to me is like saying things that are you're like oh man like it's brutal that i laughed at that but at least it's clever his he made a tweet 20 minutes after that happened that said you know there's a lot of people making jokes out here today and there's a line that you don't cross and that line is the finish line at the boston marathon <laughs> and I, was like, I was like oh goddamn i'm like that's a really good joke <laughs> you know what i mean like you're like oh you're doing the, you're you're kind of groaning but you're also like that's a very good joke like i get it you know yeah, what i mean for sure for sure and i think too it's like it's like you said i, I think what these people tend to not realize is that you impact the entire scene. Like if you like, cause what happened at, or what's happening at least in Vancouver. And I know it's happening in, in <clears throat> Toronto as well. And I don't know if it's the same as, as Victoria, but you, what ends up happening is you get this, these group, this group of like newer comedians who all kind of see themselves as these kind of truth teller, mm-hmm. all PC culture, pushing blah, blah, the blah. And then yeah, yeah, pushing yeah. the envelope. And then, and then they put on their own shows with all their friends on it. And they don't realize that like you're damaging the scene. Cause totally. like the problem, the problem with comedy is that people lump all comedy into one oh, basket. Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. It's like, it's like no one like, okay, I don't like country. Okay. So like, if I went to a country music concert, uh, and, and, 
and I didn't like it, and I know I don't like it, I would never go to like a country music concert and be like, oh, I guess I don't like music. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, and that's, and yeah. that, but that is how people treat comedy. Yeah, like they'll different. go and they'll, yeah. they'll see a comedy show that's maybe like, yeah, at a local bar put on by some shitty open mic comedians who aren't good. And then they'll, and then they'll think to themselves like, oh, well, I, I guess I don't like comedy. I guess I don't like seeing live comedy. And it's like, well, every, like every comedian is different and there's different, you know, there's improv, there's sketch, there's a, you know, a ton of different theme shows. Like there's chances are pretty good unless you're a complete uh, vegetable, you're going to love, <laughs> like, you're going to love some type of comedy, right? Yeah, like, dude. You know? And so it's just a weird, uh, it's just a weird thing where these people don't understand that if you put on a show, it's possible that people will be coming to your show for the first time that like that have never been to a live comedy show before. They'll see your show that sucks. And you're talking about all these topics that are offensive and you're doing it poorly and heavy handedly. And then those people go, oh, well, I guess I just don't like live comedy. And they and it's not that they don't come back to your show. It's that they, any don't, show. they don't go to any show. Right. Yes. And I think yeah. that that's the thing that really pisses me off is it's it's like in you kind of in in some way you you have to pay a bit of a debt to your scene or you, you have to realize that like, you know, we're a community and, and comedy is not the easiest art form to participate in. And so you have to respect that. And it's that lack of respect both for the audiences, but also for the community that, that really annoys me as well. Yeah. People don't understand often that the show is more important than the person. And, uh, that's, that's a huge issue. And, and the, um, <clears throat> One of the biggest, I think, uh, problems, exactly what you're talking about, is people will sometimes, like an audience ne doesn't necessarily know the difference between an open mic and a book show, which is, right. uh, so, I mean, if, if you're, if you're walking, you can walk into that really, like, you know, expecting to see something awesome, and then if you don't explain that it's an open mic at the start of the show, you can have a lot of problems there as well, and uh, that's... That's a big issue that I've seen, and I've seen a lot of people who shouldn't be throwing shows yet throw shows, and... Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you just said. Like, there's, there was a guy. There was a charity event that was supposed to happen here. Obviously, it's canceled. Uh, and they, these guys who were doing the event just went onto the forum, the Victoria Forum, and said, "Hey, we're looking to do a comedy show for charity. Uh, you know, uh, it's an, we want to make it like an open mic. So go ahead and say if you're interested here to do it." And it's like, that is really dangerous because now you're charging $20 for people to come in. They're going to pay 20 bucks and just go see any old comedian who comes up on stage. Those people aren't even like involved with comedy. They just think it's a good idea to throw a comedy show. And, uh, you know, I guess I, I can't really blame them for it. But, yeah, it hurts. It, it hurts because then pe people will come out and they're like, well, I'm never going to. This is what Victoria Comedy is like. I'm not coming back. It happens all the time. So, yeah, I'm totally, totally. With, totally with you on all of this, man. People <clears throat> need to slow down and calm down and not do things that they're not ready for. So I, I think it hurts us all. Yeah, I with, agree. With you. Totally with you. So stop making uh, stop making rape jokes, new people. Chill out. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> write a exactly. joke about grocery What's shopping. What's the time limit? <laughs> Of when you can make, how long do you have to be in comedy? Because I'm not a comedian. It's not about length. Before you can make the rape joke. <laughs> it's not about length. What's the appropriate timeline for the rape joke? 
<laughs> it's about skill level. Just curious. It's about skill level. Oh, it's not okay. like you're like, well, I've been doing this three months. I can walk up on stage and be like, so the thing about gang rape, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not really how that works. It's not. That's not Just, it. All right. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. About this. As somebody, because you're not a, a comic at all, do you, is this all over your head or do you know or do you understand what we're talking no about? i totally i totally get what you're saying i, I just i the only <laughs> full disclaimer the only live comedy shows i go to are ones that you are in thank you so basically i've seen the same six <laughs> comedians in victoria like 40 times and nobody else so yeah, i got nothing to add to this <laughs> those are the only six good comedians in victoria yeah, that's, that's why yeah. oh they're quite funny if if you're looking for a yeah, recommendation. Yeah. I have no, <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying Victoria has a really no, no, no. good has a really good scene, but Dan yeah, is I've also heard. like, you know, has been in comedy a long time and knows what good yeah. comedy no, is. No, no, so no. Was, he, yeah. he knows like, oh, okay, yeah, these are like the only people I want to be doing shows with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've done I've done no, uh, I get that. I've sort of switched things up recently where I was doing like a weekly show before. I even a month I had a monthly show that I was doing and a weekly and then um I sort of I gave the I gave the lineup to the the owner of the venue who's also a friend of mine and he literally called me up and was like hey man he's like do you even want to do this show <laughs> he's like it's the same lineup again and I kind of stopped for a second and was like man you know what I am not excited about this like I myself I'm like here's like it just gets tiring asking people to come out to the same show over and over again this is probably not the same problem that you, people would have in Vancouver, but we do have a limited amount of people here. I think who can pull up, pull off like a and solid, venues. a solid 10, <clears throat> 10 minutes here. So I stopped and sort of recalibrated and took a couple months off and thought about it. And then I decided I was only going to throw shows if I could have like a special show where I'm a giving people longer spots, like 20 minute spots. And then also having somebody maybe from out of town or like, you know, somebody who maybe is in town doing hecklers, our big club who wants to also break off a 20 minute spot give themselves some extra time. And uh, I decided I was going to do that. And now I decided that about seven or eight months ago. And I've not had a month where I haven't had that happen now. And it's just like, <laughs> it's really, really cool. And now I'm starting to do these different shows with different people from out of town. And I feel so much better and happier about it. There's just no reason to, this is like a side thing, but there's, I, I don't know, man, there's like, uh, it's good to give people time and spots and all that stuff. But it can also hurt our community jamming comedy, jamming the same comedy down people's throats week after week. Also, totally, you know, like less less is better in a lot of in a lot of ways. And I stepped way back and stopped trying to do a million shows and just did one really fun show. And I'm way happier about it. Like I'm like I feel way better about it. You know, I'm enjoying it more. So. Well, I think too, it's like you, the, the thing is that it's a big, it's a really big jump from having like a good five or seven to having like a good 15. Oh yeah. And, or, and and so like, even in a, in a, in a scene like Vancouver, which, you know, I would say is what, 10 times bigger than Victoria, five times, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even in a scene like Vancouver, like you, you can have a lot of comedians where you're like, yeah, I think they got a really solid like five to seven. Mm -hmm. But like as soon as you need them to like close a show or you want to do like a show where you kind of only have like three people on the show and everybody does 15 or whatever. Yeah. As soon as you start to get into that territory, it's like the list of comics shrinks. Big like, time. Totally. But does. like quite a lot. And. <laughs> So that and, and it's the thing, too, is like it, it's because also like you can have a comic that has 
two good sevens, but not a good 15, if that makes sense. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah it does. They, have, they have 14 minutes of good material, but it only works well if it's done in like a seven minute chunk. Like they haven't quite figured out how to like control an audience for that long or whatever. And so that's the other thing too, is like, yeah, you, you might be putting on a monthly show or a weekly show where you're like, okay, I really like this new comedian who they've got a great new five and they're really fun. And, and I like them as a person. Person, but then like they're still probably a year or two or more away from being someone who could close your show or whatever right so and I think when you're newer too and you and there's a show that you like and respect and you think it's like a fun show then you're always wanting to do your like best five or seven on the show yep, so totally. then if you have the same audience members coming out they're like oh I keep seeing the same five but like you get it from the comics perspective where they're like oh well this is like one of the best like weekly or monthly shows in Victoria. Right. I really, I really respect Dan or whoever's running the show. I want to do a good show for them. I don't want to come in here and do kind of new stuff and bomb. And so then, yeah. So then it, it kind of compounds the problem where it's like, Oh shoot. I'm just, every time I book you, you're doing the same material, but it's just, it just takes time. Yeah. And another problem here with that is that, uh, it's not really, it's a pretty good problem to have, but the open mics in Victoria have audience. Like and right. a lot of open mics in a lot of bigger cities don't have an audience. It's mostly mostly just comics. But here, our open mics are like one of the one of them has like sometimes like thirty thirty five people in it, like watching oh, yeah, who are that's... there to watch comedy. And it's open mic, and it's it's fun. It's really difficult to get on stage in front of like thirty people and do something new. That is that's a scary thing to do. You want to you know? I mean, it's good for you, but like. Yeah, it's. Uh, I get it. If someone was new and not wanting to do that, it could be kind of you want it. You want to do well in front of the people, but I mean, it can be counterproductive as well. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, people being offensive uh, just for the sake of being offensive on stage, knock it off. It's stupid. Learn how to write a joke and then come back. <laughs> yeah, or just don't come back. Or just don't. Yeah, or don't. Or <laughs> sit it out. Retire. Sit. Yeah, just quit. Yeah. Just, just stop. <laughs> Man, it's some people. Starbucks is hiring. Yeah. Well, maybe not at the second, but they will be when this is all over. Yeah, yeah. Nobody is hiring. It's not a thing. Can you work a drive through Maybe we have a shift for you when everybody else gets sick. Anyway. Oh, man. Um, did you see uh, ver- uh, verbal meme time? Did you see the guy, the post that was like, uh, there, people are telling you to, to maintain your um, daily routines? while working from home and then it was a picture of a dude with his earbuds in staring at his phone holding onto the shower rod <laughs> like as if he was on a train <laughs> that was really good anyway we'll edit that out uh all right that's pretty funny i'll uh that's, i'm really sorry. i love describing memes yeah, go, everyone loves a good described meme that's yeah. easily a, a topic somebody okay yeah. i saw this show last night you're not gonna believe what someone said on it i'm very sorry i did that and we're not gonna i don't know if you guys time. have seen this one meme it's like a car it's like a cartoon dog and he's like sitting in a house that's on fire <laughs> And he's like drinking a cup of coffee and he's like, this is okay. It's like kind of, that's how I feel about the coronavirus in general. Yeah. I just think that really depicts like how kind of we're all (laughs) feeling about it. And I think that that's kind of like what's funny about that. (laughs) Right now I want you to know I've seen some pretty good memes. This is a, this is, here's the, here's the gif of me, of the guy blinking over and over again. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I got that it. is actually, I will say, my favorite meme of all time. Oh. Sorry to interrupt. Is the is the blinking guy? But it was um, 
the the tweet was uh you mean to tell me that aha's take on me is not the best song of all time and then they had hand drawn the eye blinking emoji oh. like the like the take on me video. oh that is really good that's actually it was it was so good that's I loved actually it so great much. That's, that's brilliant yeah that's fantastic that's brilliant. It's top top notch stuff um yeah. all right i uh okay i'll, I'll steer us away hate again us. from the you want me to hate you okay yeah uh, give us some give us hate, some hate throw a hate at just, us just had two comedy nerds talk about something like everybody stopped listening yeah They're i'm like, really oh sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 30 minutes sarah's just sitting there like i'm trying to get away from my son and yeah, you guys she's like, are I, making, I want to actually go back with him right now you guys, <laughs> like you guys i just drank a whole pot of coffee during that segment <laughs> oh god i wish i had more coffee i ran out uh all right you guys i hate sneaky foods and this is what sneaky I mean. This foods. is what I mean by sneaky foods are foods that I think that I like, but I actually hate. Foods that I mm. that I that I want to like that look good that I'm like, yeah, I bet that's good, but it's not. And the big one for me, uh, I've written down a few here, but the big one for me is um, fish and chips. Oh yes! Like I always think Have I you want. Thi- I, I like I, I not always, but I often think I want fish and chips because I'm like, yeah, a bunch of fried meat and then like you know fries and all that stuff. It's never good. It's always and gross. you feel awful afterwards. Yes, totally. And the batter mm. is like greasy and thick and gross yes. and not good and like it's sick. And there's mm. and also egg salad is another thing that looks like I should like it because it looks like cheese. But it's not, if that makes any like sense. Like egg salad sandwiches? Yeah, like an egg or salad. Or just a bowl of egg salad? Ew, sick. No, no. <laughs> well, I don't know what the fuck. Bowl. You just said egg salad. Yeah, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Bowl of egg salad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know the, way, you... the way that we all prefer to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know oh, when you wake up. I just threw yeah. up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, you know when you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to get the day started. Well, I think I'll go make myself a bowl of egg salad. <laughs> Ew. I, you know how I feel about no, eggs, egg, chicken egg, abortions, egg, gross. Egg salad, Ugh. egg salad sandwiches, uh, or something like. Okay, because I work at a catering place, uh, and so I often have to make egg salad sandwiches, and they, I. I don't think they smell good, and they are messy, no. and I hate them. But also, they look like I want to eat them. Like if that, mm. like they just look. They're I don't know the color, and then when you put pepper on them, like it looks really good. But also, it can get fucked because it's gross. It's a trick. It's a nasty, yeah. dirty trick. I have, I have the I have the opposite feeling about egg salad. The way it looks and you smells, love it. I'm like I'm no. I'm like, why does anyone eat that? Right. But then like you like I don't even think it look like I don't think it looks good. Even is what I mean. I guess yeah. I guess the opposite no. feeling would be that I love egg salad, but. I just like I don't even like the way it looks. I'm like, how? Why did? It's yucky. Why does anyone eat this? Yeah. I'm not sure why I want. I want to eat it because it looks gr- it, like it should look gross to me. I get it. What you're saying <laughs> makes more sense than what my brain thinks and feels. <laughs> if the egg is chopped up into like minuscule bites, it's acceptable so that it, there's no texture. But as soon as the egg white texture touches your mouth, it's fucking over. That shit is gross. Yeah. yeah. There needs to be I, like, yeah. it needs to be like basically yeah. mashed. This is how I, f- then that, it's acceptable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's still, it looks like it, but then I eat it and I'm like, Oh no, this is gross. This is just weird eggs. Like, <laughs> I don't like do it. Do you know, do you know what the worst sneaky food is? What? You're going to laugh. What is it? It smells so fucking good while it's cooking. And then you eat it. And you want to die. What is it? I'm dying here. Hey, Haggis. Haggis? No one's eating haggis. haggis. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. 
Yeah, what a swear yeah, to what God, a relatable, every... what a relatable food <laughs> you just brought up. Yeah, you, yeah. Guys know, you guys know well, when you're every dying. Robbie you Burns when you're day. Haggis, it smells so good when you're cooking haggis. And then like, on you, Robbie you know, Burns day, you walk in to no, the thing and no, you're you like, don't. oh my God, this is going to be don't. so fucking good. It smells so nope, good. And then no you remember. Nope. Yes, they do. Who's doing it, that? I do. Me, my husband. This is our, our late granny. No, she loved it actually. I've, haggis smells fucking John, delicious have while it's e- cooking. Have you ever even eaten haggis before? Me? Absolutely not. No, no. Don't. It's disgusting, I but it smells it, I, fucking I good while they're cooking it. It was just a weird... You'd be tricked. It was just it was weird. weird. You know me. what? It's weird. Well, it was just weird that you were like, you know, like, haggis <laughs> smells so good when you're cooking it. It's like, I don't... I don't imagine... Like, if I were to ever eat haggis, I just don't think I would be around to smell what it smells like when you're cooking. Yeah, you're okay. Like, I, yeah, yeah. like, Let me I, would, put it like I would be at a restaurant or I would be somewhere <laughs> yes. where like they, you know, like or I'm in Scotland for like a curling thing or something and they're like, hey, like we made haggis. I wouldn't have been like, oh, that's what smelled so good. Like I would have no oh, idea. Ooh. Yeah, like you're walking around the You would the neighborhood. walk into the room and you're like, something smells fucking delicious in here. And then you're like, shit, it's haggis. I know this is going to taste bad. It's like you're walking around outside and summer's just started and you can smell that barbecue <laughs> and you're like, oh man, it reminds me of summer. Oh man, the haggis is out. Yeah. You're like, summer's coming, baby. Take your shirt off. Get ready for I'm it. I'm going to cook a fucking haggis and make you smell it because you're going to be like, this is divine. I'm not going to tell you ahead hey, of listen. time. I'm going to order a haggis I and mean- I'm going to cook it and you're going to be like, what the fuck smells so good? Because it always smells good in my house, like good cooking. Because my husband it's cooks like, meat uh, all the time. It's like sheep brain, right? I think no, it's sheep no, intestines. No, intestines. no, it's organ meats cooked <laughs> no, you in a idiots. sheep and, and oatmeal. <laughs> it's oatmeal and organ meats boiled <laughs> inside a sheep's stomach. How does that smell good uh, when you're making it? Because like- when you're cooking the organ meats and the oatmeal all together before you put it in the sheep's stomach, it smells fucking amazing. <laughs> It is not good. <laughs> I think you're like the only person yes. on earth who's like, oh, you know what's a sneaky bad yeah. food? <laughs> the one where we take organ meat and shove it inside an animal's stomach and then eat it. <laughs> sneaky bad. It's sneaky bad. Uh, yeah, how John, is, you're forgetting about the How oatmeal. is this not good? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like haggis is like the punchline of, of a joke for like, what is bad food? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, like no, nah, it's like, it's like sneaky bad. It really sneaks up on yeah. you that it tastes bad. 100% you don't number have it's, never smelled it this, this is the number one answer on a family feud question for <laughs> yeah. what is a bad food most definitely uh, yeah. show me haggis yeah, like what's a what's a food you would never eat yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's like the number one answer Oh, uh, all y'all need to smell that shit cooking it smells so good <laughs> no, I, I won't i'm just gonna be honest with you, I won't. I am you might confident. I'm 34 years old. I've never smelled it up to now, and I'm very confident that I well, John, easily go the rest of my life without smelling or tasting egg. You should stay out of a Royal Canadian Legion on Robbie Burns Day. <laughs> oh, I I will. I have I, an, I, just, I have and I will. Yeah, I have a general policy to stay out of Royal Canadian Legions. Just how do you what? Get, how I went to the Legion last off. weekend. How do you get no, a? Le- legions are fine. How do you get your meat? Legions draw are fixed? fun. How do you get your yeah, meat? Yeah, right. You know what? Done, the best music bingo in our city is at the fucking Legion. Oh, yeah. In Langford. Done, the Langford I've Legion. Stuff, I've done some stuff at the at the Legion. I've done uh, you know, some 
some shows. You yeah. Know, sometimes you'll do comedy shows. I have Legions. also performed at Legions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it is what it is. Yeah. Um, my, yeah I want to tell you, you can that get my, like hey, three drinks that are all hey, doubles for eighteen dollars. Uh, John, um, my sister, who you're talking, I have two sisters. The one you're talking to right now, uh, her wedding reception was at the Legion. <laughs> True story. Yeah. In the hall above the Legion. It was a separate entity from the Legion. Mm, yeah. It was in the Legion Hall. Okay. The Legion was downstairs. <laughs> the hall was upstairs. It her, wasn't like amongst the shuffleboard uh, tables. So don't paint a f- untrue picture, her Daniel. Wedding, her wedding reception was Legion of Doom uh, <laughs> <laughs> themed. We all had to dress like Animal and Hawk. It was cool as hell. Uh, Legionnaires. How about, this? How, about, how about when you bite into a chocolate and there's goddamn fruit inside? Like a what? Fuck you and inside. fuck your life. How about that? Fruit garbage? and nut bars. No, we don't need fruit to, and nut bars. We don't need to talk about that again. It says it in the name that it's fruit. By the way, I ate uh, update the for the listeners. Bar. Update for the listeners. Uh, I ate a fruit and nut bar. Uh, my girlfriend got me a, a fruit and nut bar for my birthday as a joke because I talked about on the podcast at length how much mm. they're trash. So I ate one, <clears throat> and this is what I think. I think that it's not terrible like it's not bad it's fine it just baffles me how that could be uh your first choice of a it's the only chocolate bar, bar i would buy, buy, i would waste my calories if eating if, is if a fruit your nut bar. first choice is a chocolate bar you have fucking brain damage i hope the virus it's not my you. first choice it's my fucking only choice that's crazy that's not that's true fucking insane. my sec- no, my only other choice would be uh peanut uh reese's peanut butter cup that's not okay all right that's, that's a, not a bar, so it doesn't count. It's a treat. <laughs> it's a confection. All right, so I don't like sneaky foods. I don't like foods uh, that's that are bad. Um, that I think I should like. I, I don't. I think it's. I think it's frustrating because it's not a lesson that I learn. I'm sure there are more like uh, anything with bananas in it. Like I feel like I should like banana bread. It smells very good. You don't? Then, no, I hate banana bread. I don't like anything. Uh, that's weird. Or like a smoothie that looks like a really good smoothie, and then I take a sip of it, and it's got bananas in it. I. I. It's just. Yorks- uh, Yorkshire's Yorkshire's Yorkshire puddings. I don't. I don't love them. I think I love them, and then I eat one, and then I'm like, "This is too oily." Bread. Yeah, it's good. It's fried bread. It's fried bread. Oh, that makes it worse. That makes it way better. I don't know. I just feel like they make me feel yucky every time I eat one. Domino's pizza. Domino's pizza is another one that looks really good. good. It does look good. No, it doesn't. It looks like fucking pizza toppings on cardboard. Oh man. The only reason people buy Domino's pizza is because of the price. Okay, that's a fair point. I think we're gonna be talking about fast food on an upcoming episode, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna shut my mouth. Anyway, that's all. It. That's all I got on my on my topic. Do you want to swing back to you there, Doof? Yeah. There, Fuck Doof. you, Freedom Mobile. <laughs> Fuck Freedom Mobile. Yeah. Freedom Mobile. Fuck specific. you. Fuck your cheap prices. <laughs> Fuck your shitty customer service. A lot of swearing on this episode. More Fuck so than you. usual. More than usual. Freedom even. Mobile. I don't know. Is there? I'm well. I'm isolated. I have nobody to swear at except my kid, and then I'll get in trouble from people. I, can't I think it's like when I I remember when I was on my practicum. I've been teaching for eleven years, and I remember when I was on my practicum. Because uh, obviously, yeah, you can't swear in front of the kids, and I'm a bit of a I'm a bit it's of really a hard. I'm a bit of a foul mouthed man. Yeah. 
So I remember like almost feeling like I had to overcompensate when I wasn't in front of the kids because I was like, oh, I just can't swear for like six hours out of my day. Now that I've like been doing it for so long, I just have, I don't know what it is, especially considering like I do comedy and I do podcasts and, and all this sh- and all this shit. It's like I just have this switch in my brain that I can just flip and I just won't swear. And I don't know what it well, is, but like I don't have to think about it anymore. But I definitely remember like being in that new teacher zone where you're like, oh, gosh, like it was really hard not to say fuck in that class. So see. now I'm going to come I'm now I'm going to come home and say fuck like 40 times because I didn't right? say it. Does that work? Try grade so, three. So I feel you like can't that's, even what say st- that's what you're going through right now. It kind of is. No, and man, it, you, like you in can, grade three, you can't even say stupid. Like I just, can't even say stupid. Dude, They're like, just, that's a bad word. She swears oh, all of, this is just who she is as a person. She just swears. I know. It's, I swear a lot. I swear a lot. That's <laughs> yeah, great. It's really fun. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not trying to say I swear any less. I'm just saying that like <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I just, I do remember that it was a thing for me, at least when I started where I was like, oh my God. Uh, I don't remember. Hard. This is really hard not to swear. So I have to make up for it at another time. Yeah. I've been at EA for like 23 years. Wow. So I don't so, actually it's long, recall. It's a long time. It yeah, it's long. Not, it was not a wise career move. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing you have this lucrative-ass podcast now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank exactly. fuck for this podcast. Hey, it's taking me out so of you, poverty. Do you want to talk about uh, Freedom Mobile? Or Mo- mobile? Yeah. <laughs> Freedom mobile? I hate them. Yeah, we kind of got off track there because you said Sorry, it's like my 40, 40 times in like 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it was so totally that's intense. How I, that, that's how well, it was like you my hit the combo much my button. distaste for mm-hmm. Freedom Mobile is. Well, so what's going on? Do you, I, They're nothing, just shitty they're just shitty they're just shitty they're they're shitty they have (laughs) shitty service they have shitty customer service they're just shitty everyone who works there is shitty it's all shitty (laughs) i fucking hate them and i'm stuck with them and i'm really angry last week i just randomly had couldn't stop couldn't text anymore for no reason i could get texts could i reply to those texts the answer is no this is what you get how frustrating it is to look at a text well, yeah. I know, but it was so cheap. Yeah. So cheap. You get what it was you like 40, for. 40 bucks for like fucking 15 gigs D- and no overages. Anyway, I hate them and now I'm stuck. And they, so I got into a big fight with them. I was like a big fight. Well, tell it us- was such a big fight. That I have my kid with me in the store, and when we left, he high fived me. He's like, "Well, mom, you were really." Oh my mad. god, are like, you the person <laughs> who's fighting with the person in the store in front of your kid? No, no. Are you that the person, person in the store? The person in the store was fucking amazing. Okay, the only people I like are the two guys that work in the Freedom Mobile store in fucking Cam West Mall because they have my back. They, I was fighting with someone on the phone, and they were writing down notes of things for me to say to the guy on the phone. <laughs> they were awesome. Oh, that's fun. They're like this. They're like there's nothing we can do. That's about because this. there's nothing I- we can do. Everyone knows that those like cheap freedom and like uh, there's other one like Kudo and all those things are Public. like are just wind. wind. Yeah, wind. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah, everyone knows that you're like okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. P- when things are that cheap, they're gonna be bad. Like you're gonna get bad service. You but know you pay- that. You but know. But then that. they should let you. Out. There's then you shouldn't have to sign a contract. Oh, uh, this is their whole. It's like it's like getting a. It's like they're like the payday loans of cell phones. You know you're getting screwed when you go in there because it's not that cheap. But I don't know. Like it's not. No. It's not. It, the, I'm okay. I'm. An, I've been with them for 13 months. The first six months, problem free, which is when they first opened, which is bizarre. That's how they get like you. Uh, yeah. Zero problems. And now you think when they should be getting better, they fucking went in the tank. So I phoned 
And I'm like, I can't text. He's like, it's going to take three to five business days for us to figure this out. I'm like, it's going to take you a week to figure out why I can't text. <laughs> He's like, so I said, so this was on a Friday. And I was like, so you're telling me it'll be next Wednesday or Friday. And the guy on the phone said to me, ma'am, are you able to count business days? And then oh, I hell yeah. That's and awesome. And that's when I came unglued. <laughs> that's so great. That's oh, when I fought no. with the guy. I, I love I this know. guy. I love this guy. This guy rules. Why? You, you don't have to be rude to people. <laughs> Imagine I was how much being that very guy's, polite up until that point. Imagine how much that guy's job sucks. That guy broke. He broke. He was. He just was like, you know what? Fuck you. Like he's probably on a different podcast talking about how much he hates you right now. <laughs> no, I was super polite up until that point. I was like, this this needs to be fit. I was very reasonable. I was very polite Man, until he said that, and then I snapped. If, it, if I couldn't text anymore. Like if I just wasn't allowed to text anymore, I'd be like, "Yes, I'm free. Set me free. Set yeah, me it's free all, from if this I could, prison. That's so great. If you could not treat. text, period, and not. Oh, we lost you. We lost her. Her freedom mobile. <laughs> freedom mobile. <laughs> yeah, for, she's gone. That's oh, it. that's uh, so funny. Holy shit! <laughs> 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 oh my god, that couldn't have been better no, timing. Like, are you it's, serious? It's reconnecting, that's, so maybe she's gonna pop back on. Yeah. Oh, that's the funniest thing. That's that's the best thing imaginable. <laughs> that's so good. I'll, I'll try calling her back here. I just can't even believe how great that is. I can't believe that's that so happened. Good. Oh, it won't even let me do it. <laughs> Fuck, unbelievable. Oh. oh. Oh, oh, it just said it fully disconnected. disconnected. Her. All right, let's try adding her again. God damn, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that up. No, that's unbelievable. I can't wait to hear how many times she's going to swear. When Dude, I've never heard her. Call. I've never heard her swear this much on a podcast. She must be going insane at home. The poor Hello? Thing. That. <laughs> holy God, you cut out I right know, as right? you were talking about how bad your cell service is. <laughs> I think they're fucking listening to me. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what so that guy good. did when you uh, when when you were got mad at him about the text messages. He just like installed. A he little, just hung uh, up. Probably. Oh, he, like, yeah, he like installed a little bug on your phone, and now he's just listening to all yeah. your calls. And oh, he's like, oh, is this? It's, yeah, or he is set this up woman really still going off on me. Okay, I'm I'm hanging up her. <laughs> Mo- yeah, or he just Mohammed has a, it's, from Egypt. It's uh, it's signed up so that every time, like, as soon as you say freedom mobile with a certain amount of the words fuck and motherfucker in a certain sequence, it just cuts you <laughs> off, and you just nailed it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, hit the, I hit the quota. <laughs> yeah, this is I, like I thought about going to freedom. Uh, when they first came out, because we pay way too much money for cell phones. Yeah, like it's totally insane. I was paying like, like 130 bucks a month. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Wild. It's totally crazy. I got mine down to like 110, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm stoked. That's not okay. But also, the unfortunately, no. the alternatives are like what you're getting, where they're like, can you count business days? And they, okay, <laughs> and here's here's my issue with it. I get it. They're a smaller company, not really, because Shaw owns them. But shit happens. That's fine. Shit happens. Compensate me. But they're like, uh, it says right in your contract. You might have intermittent service. I was like, what oh, the fuck? you signed you signed a contract that says you might have intermittent service. That's I guess. Up. Who reads the read contract yeah, on your cell phone? Yeah, okay, fair enough. You definitely did no not. One, <laughs> no one nev- read it. I read mine. No one's ever read a, a piece cell phone. Of shit? <laughs> it would take you fucking fifteen years, and you'd need glasses afterwards because the goddamn printing's so you'd small. Anyway, I mean, you need a lawyer. Let's be honest. Wow. So that was I. I understand shit happens. I am slightly understanding. However, <laughs> to say you're not going to compensate me because I may have intermittent service is unacceptable. You need to so fuck Freedom Mobile. You need to keep coming to, at them until they compensate you. 
Like, just keep coming at them. Like, don't stop. Like, call them every day. Oh, my God. I was tweeting them. I was fucking, I was calling them them out all over everything. (laughs) Go for it. They won't compensate me. They're saying now that uh, my my texting was suspended because I was spamming people. I was like, (laughs) if you care to go back. Yeah, I can confirm that. If you care to go back through my text. (laughs) I can confirm (laughs) your texts are spam. Just have them call me. I'll, I'll clear it up. No, no. She's just like that. I'll say. (laughs) <laughs> I'd sent two texts that day, so I'm not really sure what the spam was. I was it was in the middle of my work day. Right anyway, on. whatever. I fucking hate them and I cannot wait to get out. I feel like everybody has a horror story about us. Probably. Self. There's like banks, like uh, like ever uh, for every cell phone company in every bank there's going to be a group Everybody of people who likes every them or the, and there's going to be a group of people that hates them but that is really bad Free, freedom people who are on freedom you know you you got yourself this is your fault this is your own fault for it's true but it still irritates me compensate me for my loss okay fuckers honestly it's not and i'll just i'll say it's not sarah's fault freedom mobile just smelled so good when they were cooking it and you're walking through the mall and you're like that smells like a good deal (laughs) it turned out it was not they're the haggis of phone companies that's fun they are the haggis of phone companies they fucking lure you in and then they're shit all right uh anyway that's that's what i got we've been going john are you good to keep going or do you need to get out of here Oh no, I'm fine. All right, do you want to? He, do where, he's where, a teacher. Where we have no yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? yeah, yeah. I have. I have. We six should do like. Yeah. You want? We should do like I an eight-hour podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Just good. Keep... Don't worry about me. All right, well, uh, you want to hit us with your second topic, then? (laughs) I do, yeah. Sorry, I just yawned. That's totally Uh, right. That's okay. Are you guys fine? I'm fine. I just was like, oh, yeah. Just bored as fuck, but what else? uh, No, speaking of teaching, though, it is funny. My my other thing I hate, and this is kind of like, this was more related to this, to like us potentially going on strike, but um, I think now with the quarantine and stuff, too, and the fact that school is probably going to be out for the rest of the year, Uh, One thing I really hate is that people will respect teachers and the job that we do, pardon me, until it is just no longer convenient for them to do so. And then they they hate and then they hate you. So it's like, (laughs) like I've been through, I've been through three strikes and, um, and every, every strike it go, the, the timeline is exactly the same. It's like, you get, you get one week. So you'll go on strike and then like for the first week, it's like, it's like teachers are the best people on earth. It's like, oh my God, I remember the first teacher I loved and the world can't happen without teachers. They're and raising we're out our the, children. Oh yeah. yeah. And we're, we're out on the picket line and they're bringing us donuts and pizza and coffee. And it's like, oh, parents are driving up to the school. What do you guys need? We're going to support you no matter what. And we love you and teaching. Honestly, like I've always said, teachers should be paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's so stupid that they don't pay you more. And this is insane. And then like, it gets to week two after they've spent like one week with their garbage child. And then they're like, Get back in the school. Get in there, you piece of shit. You suck. You are a, you're you're greedy. You're greedy as hell. What do you mean? You want sixty thousand dollars a year? That's on that's insane. You're stupid. Get back in the school, you piece of shit. And it's like it drives me nuts. Like it it's and it's the same rhetoric every time. And every you, time. Can, every time. And you can already see it kind of happening with like them canceling oh, yeah. schools. It's like I still like, have to go to work. Why don't you? Because yeah, exactly. you exactly my favorite like, was when is, this whole sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. 
my my favorite was when this whole first thing happened. Somebody put, somebody wrote on Facebook. I don't know what everybody's freaking out about. It only happens if someone sneezes in your face. I'm like, oh, you should work with twenty fucking eight year olds all day because my face gets sneezed in at least six times a day. Keep yeah. your kids at home. Also, that's and no wildly one keeps their kids inaccurate. home when they're sick. It's wildly inaccurate. Also, well, and it's also I know, but like, like that's the like. Oh, just wash your hands. Yeah, try telling all these eight year olds to wash their goddamn hands every time they get out of their desks. They don't, yeah. and then that's they touch you, and they want to hug you, and they just are snotty and coffee, and their eyes are running, and they're like, "I need help with my math," and you're like, "Oh, no, I have to stand within like an inch of you." Just yeah. kidding. I love oh, all yeah. the kids in my class. But it's gross. <laughs> yeah, you can love the kids, but also I do love the kids. That they're that they're all disgusting. Kids are all gross. My school, own child yeah. is extremely gross. Totally, it's like, and then high school, it's like you know that's when like showers start to become optional for some yeah. kids, and it's, it's like, a little bit stinky. And they definitely don't wash their hands, and they all touch each other and everything all oh, the time. And la- it's like last night, I said to my kid, "I'm like, hey, wash your hands because we've just done something." And he fucking literally stuck out his index finger, looked me in the eye, and ran the tip of his index finger under the water. And then he flicked it and was like, done. I'm like, fucking get some soap on those hands. Yeah, They're gross. Like, it's crazy. This is a fun... This was a fun Facebook comment uh, that I that I read as well. This is a, this is a very indicative of, of what's going on right now. So yeah, like, obviously, all of us are adult people. We understand the concept of why we need to be isolating. I think most people with a brain also understand why schools would need to be closed. We're not supposed to have a gathering of more than 50. And like most of the high schools I teach in have like 1500 plus children. Right. Uh, but this, but this person wrote, um, I, so they're, because they were talking about, uh, I think I, I I don't know. This is just a comment. It got sent to me, so I don't know what the original post was. I'm gl- I'm guessing what I can glean from the comment is that someone was talking about like the strike as well. Like I think it was something maybe related to like the schools being shut down, but then also teachers maybe striking. And the person wrote, I think after this, no one is really going to care about teachers. They will settle right away because they will need their money. And honestly, I would lay them all off and not pay them for the rest of the year. Let them feel how (laughs) everyone else is feeling during this crisis. What? Wow. (coughs) Wow. That's right. The hatred of teachers is shocking to me. Like, okay, you spend fucking six hours a day with your kid and bring all the neighborhood children in and bring them all into your home. And then yeah, it's not even just the say one that kid. you shouldn't get paid. All the neighborhood children, the bad well, ones, like, the good like, ones, the ones with learning disabilities, the ones in a wheelchair, bring them all into your the home. Ones the, with with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the ones that are sick with the virus. Yeah. The ones that have that... coronavirus whose parents say You're, they're fine. It's just allergies. <laughs> oh, totally. Well, it's like, the, or, you know, like that was how it got the first uh, case of a child in Canada was the the parents who the the dad was in South Korea and the mom was in Italy. First of all, I don't understand how they were in two separate places across the globe that were the two two of the biggest hotspots for this virus. <laughs> but in any case, <laughs> they were both there and they were told by the daycare that they needed to self-isolate and they said they did. They're like, "Oh yeah, we kept our kid at home for 14 days." And so that's, so it's fine. We know that it's not the the virus. And then they like looked at the school records and they had just been sending the kid or it was the daycare and they had been sending the kid to daycare every day. 
and they just yeah. lied. And they, and like, and I get it. Like, I, I totally understand. Like, if you have three kids or whatever, and one of them gets sick, and then you'd have to keep all of them at home, and you'd have to stay home from work, and all that. Like, I totally understand. Like, I level with parents. Like, that's a really shitty and tough situation. But like, you have to do it. But I, however. I also, However, they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. Right? Yeah. They're like, well, I have to go to work. I got to pay my mortgage. I got to do whatever. You know, I got to stay alive. I got to do what I can to, to stay alive and support my family. So unfortunately, like my kid has some symptoms, but I'm going to have to send them to school because I have nowhere else to send them. And it's like, it's so funny to me. It's like people don't like their own kids and then, but then they'll, they'll sh- not even don't like, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. you know, we can tell from this podcast, them. like, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a difficult thing to raise a child. It's obviously. hard. It's super hard and, and, and it's really tough and kids are tough. And so you're, it's like, so, you know, as a parent, how tough this is. And yet you think the person who looks after 120 kids every day and none of the kids are their own child. You yeah. think that they're like, that's a bad <laughs> thing. Like they're do like they're bad and they should be punished. You know, it's like, it, it's like, they're oh, greedy just, and lazy. Yeah. You're so greedy, greedy and, and lazy. Oh. Do you know you, they get the whole summer off Yeah, and <laughs> are poor summer. Yeah, and are exactly. poor the whole summer and can't get another job the whole summer. Because what the fuck I, are you going to, who's going to hire you for two months as an E like people are like working a summer camp. I'm like, yeah, they hire for those in April. They I got to work till also June they hire children to do that. That's I know they, children, don't, like, they don't, they don't hire, I, like, I also can't pay my, right? imagine anyway. you working at a summer camp in the summer. I'd clown you so bad. <laughs> you fucking nerd. What do you eat? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's so dumb. It makes no sense. Like, and, and it, I would be, like parents will have one child and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, you need a break. You say you need a break. It's like try being around thirty kids all day. <laughs> I can't every even day, imagine. And then tell, and then see if you can make it ten months, and then see if you need a break after that. And and you're not just doing art with them. You're making them do shit they don't want to do, like fucking totally. math for forty minutes a day. I have, They're not happy. I've seen a lot of posts on Facebook in the last few days, though. Uh, on a more positive note. Of people being like, holy shit, I've been looking after my kid for, I've been homeschooling my kid for an hour. I give the teachers a million dollars. Like, I've seen a yeah. lot of those posts, way more than the negative ones. I'll say that. Yes. But for, that's for, true. But, but, the, but it feels like the negative ones are worth more because it's like, you motherfucker. Like, how can you not, how can you not be empathetic now, especially? Like, I have to so go to crazy. work. You should too. Yeah. It's, people are just so ridiculous. Yeah. There's, so um, then teachers can feel what we're feeling. Yeah. <laughs> We do every goddamn day. I will say that um, the majority of the parents that I know, like 98% of them are wonderful and supportive. But it's that 2% that fucking wreck it for everybody. Just Mm -hmm. like everything else in life. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't trying to say it's everybody. That's for sure. No, no, I know. I 100% know that. But yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird phenomenon that I, that I fully do not understand. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. It's. It's dumb. Are bizarro it's, to it's, me. It's really stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this is. It's it's weird. It's um, weird. <clears throat> uh, I don't get it. Should I hit you guys with my last topic, man? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do, do this. Okay. This is a really uh, this is a real basic bitch topic over here for me, but uh, <laughs> those are my favorite. I don't like uh, when people back into parking spaces when they don't need to. 
Why? Because it's 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 obnoxious. Just don't like. Well, I, it happened because in more than one time in one day, I had to wait for somebody to back into a space when they could have just whipped right in and been parked, and I had to wait for them. And I'm like, oh. cool, cool, man. I'm like, cool, flex. That's great. There's like hardly any other cars in this parking lot. You did not need to back into it, and I'm just waiting and watching you do it. And it's like. It, it was like there were there were it was a huge parking lot where you could park like hundreds of cars and there were probably fifteen cars parked in this parking lot and this person backed in in a truck and and, and like it, like midday like there was no one around at all and I had to sit there and it was just like me and him and no one else you know and I couldn't get through and I'm just like this is great and he sucked at it and he missed he missed the first time it took him three tries to do it and I had to sit there and watch and it was very annoying. So, yeah, that is stupid. Like, I would say I like I, I like to back into a parking spot, but I usually will only do that if it's like there aren't there's like no spots available. And the one that is available is like pretty tight. Like, I find yeah. it's easy. It's it's easier to back in than it is to go in front. Yes, that is fair in that, in that situation. That is but fair. like, yes, in the in the situation you're describing, uh, that's that's absurd. It's just although always a guy, and he's just like it's 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 a it's a dude, and he's a, a boomer aged man, and he's got uh usually his wife is in the truck too, and he's just doing the thing where he's like oh we'll back into this space like it's like a flex, it's a flex. You know he's doing it as some sort of shitty flex, <laughs> and I'm like and I just he- I'm like I hate you. Like I don't like you. I don't like who you are as a person. You probably do things the hard way on purpose to in front of other people so that they can see you doing it. Uh, it's just that it's like a personality type. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I. Agree. I will say if he's driving a truck, I get it because we have a fucking stupid truck. Like it's a stupid big, stupid big. It's like ridiculously big, and when I am forced to drive it, which is rare, I always back it into parking spaces. Because you can fit better in a parking space if you're a truck, because you can hang your bed over the over the curb and oh, it fits it. better. How dare you? How dare you come here and make good points? And then I have to <laughs> be like, damn it, she Sorry. makes a really good point. <clears throat> well, pulled. that's I like I can't I can't like because I if I go to the grocery store in the truck I can't pull forward in like it won't you will stick out so far that no one will be able to get around you. So I have to back into a parking spot. Okay, so how about to fit? the fucking bed into the parking spot. All right. How about this? other? But thing? I do it where nobody, when there's no other car, I go to like the furthest spot because a, I sh- I'm shitty at backing in and I'm pretty fucking sure I'm going to hit something in yeah, the truck I and I'll be in big trouble. I can't even picture you driving a big truck. You're uh Oh, I can fucking do it. And I back it in. Um, Okay, the other thing that happened to me in the parking lot that made me think about this is this person backed in was back. I didn't see them do it, but they backed in to a space, same parking lot on a different day. Uh, this person, I actually posted about this on, so, on our social, um, but I'll explain it a little more. This lady back had backed into a space in a Prius and took up two spaces, like right in the middle and then just like left it. Like to me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching her do this. I didn't watch her do it. Sorry. I'm looking at the car and I'm picturing like at some point you backed this car into the <laughs> over the middle line separating two spaces in a busy parking lot and then got out of your car looked at it and went yep that'll do and then went about your business <laughs> that is insane that's a crazy person and then on top of that i was in the bank uh and i watched her come out from her shopping in the grocery store with her shopping cart and she put the shopping cart next to her car and then she loaded her groceries in and then she uh, walked away 
and just left the shopping cart in one of the spaces. She just left. How old was this person? She was like probably uh, like uh, mid to late forties. Like not that old. Oh. Like like uh, yeah, you would not think boomer she was, age. No, not ba- not boomer age. Only a few years older than me, I'd say. And then she walked over and then got a pizza from the pizza place in the parking lot. Uh, shout out Oregano's Pizza in Victoria, BC. Very good. Uh, you shouldn't serve people like this though. And then she came back out and she, um, yeah, got in her car and drove away and just left the uh, goddamn uh, shopping cart in the space. So now she's now so- not only has she taken up two spaces, but after she's left, she's now taken away a space from someone else also because she left the cart there. It was unbelievable. So she's was, just so- a cunt. Y- yes, uh, for lack of a <laughs> for lack of a better term, she is a cunt. Um, but it all started when she backed into that space and probably couldn't do it, and then, hey, and then just left it. Do you remember that time that um? You borrowed my car and did that and then put oh, it yeah. all over social media and oh, made yeah. me look like oh, an asshole? Some, some of my best work I've ever done. We just talked about this on the live episode. Uh, I'll explain it to you. Oh, John right. We did. Yeah, you. we did. But uh, John, I one time borrowed my sister's car. I was just like, hey, can I borrow your car? I seen you run out to the store. I didn't need anything. And I drove it to the nearest parking lot. Um, but the grocery store and I just parked it exactly like how I just described. And then I took a picture of it and then I drove back home and I said, hey, how do you send uh, – how do you send a pic- picture to uh, shit parkers of Victoria? And she said, oh, I think you just DM them. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And then I DM'd them a picture of her car. <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah, then I just car. didn't say anything. And then lo and behold, uh, a week later, they posted the picture. It was in Tuscany Village parking lot. And uh, they were like, here, more like the Tuscany Village idiot. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then she she was like, did you DM? Did you ask me how to send this in? And then sent it in. I'm like, yeah, sure did. And it was, I think, some of my strongest work that I've ever done. Uh, to get somebody. <laughs> that is damn good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was wicked. Like, for me, I always get so, uh, the the one like you're talking about, you know, imagining the person backing into the spaces and then being like, yeah, this is fine. I always think of that when it's like a really bad parallel park. Yeah. Where, where, mm. you're, where it's like, where they're either like seven feet from the curb or like there i saw one the other day where they literally parked on an angle yes like the front like the front of their car was just in the road like oh they did, what and, and and yeah and, and it was it, it was it was at the end of a row of cars so it wasn't even like they were trying to squeeze into like a really small space and they were like oh the only way we can fit in here is to kind of park at like a slight angle like we're talking like it wasn't 45 degrees, but we're talking like it was probably like 30 to 35 degrees. Wow. Where fr- and, it, and it was the last spot in a row. And they're just and and that's the thing that I, I, I when you said that it totally twigged with me where that, that's the very first thing I think, because I, I freak out like if I'm even a foot from where I'm supposed to be, yes. I'm always asking. I'm always asking Becca, my girlfriend. I'm always like, oh, can you check on your side? Like, yeah. to see if I'm good. And like, like, I'm so totally. fanatical about it. I don't know. Like, I'm always like, what is going through their mind when they just like park at a diagonal or like park like, yeah, six feet off the curb or whatever. And then they're just like, yeah, okay, uh, this is good. I'll just leave this. Yeah, it's crazy. This seems adequate. Yeah. This is an adequate yeah. parking job. Yeah, it's insane it's to so me. It's so weird. I just, I can't imagine. It's so crazy. That's, that's wild. Wild stuff, man. I, I have a friend who can't parallel park. Uh, my friend Holly, uh, who cannot parallel park. I don't know. Like, she literally will... Um, not she'll like not park like she will only park in like pay parking lots like the really expensive ones because she doesn't have to parallel park 
if she, she just doesn't even consider parallel parking spots parking spots. She's just like, I can't do it. Well, even good if, for her for knowing her weakness. Yeah, that's true. At least she's not like trying. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's one way of looking at it. I, I think it's I think it's wild. I mean, just learn to do yeah, it. Yeah, the way I would look at it is it's like it's not that hard to learn. No. Like, I, if, you're crazy. That, if you're that bad where where you're like, I can't even I won't even like like Becca, she doesn't like parallel parking and she comes from she comes from Ontario where there is parallel parking, but Toronto is very much more of a lot a lot based city if you're parking downtown and also like she grew up in the suburbs and stuff. So, and went to university in Guelph, which is kind of a suburb too. So she was kind of always in the suburbs and never really parallel parked. And then when she moved to Vancouver, you know, Vancouver is very much a parallel parking city, very similar to Victoria. And, um, you know, she kind of went through that where she was like, I'm so bad at parallel parking, but she just knew like, I'm going to have to learn. And so she would just like try and practice and like, you know, would force herself like, okay, I got to get better at this. So I'm going to try. And if it takes me five tries, like whatever. And, you know, so you would figure if you're like so bad that it's like a mental block and you can't, that you would just try and like practice and learn. Yeah. You'd hope. And it's, it's not that hard once you figure it out. It's uh, the key for me that someone taught me is lining up the mirror like pulling up right. the car in front yeah. of you and lying in the mirror that like was a game changer and now i uh, drive the company little nissan cube around a lot because I, I deliver oh, all yeah. the food that we make and it's great such a little awesome parallel parking car i can parallel park in a goddamn thimble it's a it's a skill it's one of my skills i'll say that uh the uh 2007 kia sportage is also an excellent <laughs> parallel parking car no it isn't at all i've driven the car it's yes huge. it is no it's big and clunky i hate it it's not good. My car it's yeah. not big. It's it's a it's big. It's bigger than what I'm used to. I'll say that. Oh well, fuck you and your fancy little new car that you don't own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. My car is a bicycle, so I should probably <laughs> <laughs> I can parallel park a fucking bike too. That's right, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, uh okay, that's all I got. I'm parking. Does anyone is that all our topics? Yeah, no, I but I really wish is my it? dog's having a dream right now. Oh my god, she's lying in front of me. I wish I was videoing it. Wake her up. She's if she's she dies barking in the dream. In her she'll sleep. die in real life. <laughs> she's barking in her sleep, and her she's oh my god, it's like she's trying to run and play. Does she in think her she's? Sleep. Does she think she's thin? Do you think she's thin in her dreams? My sister yes. has a really fat lady. Everybody's dog. thin in their dreams. <laughs> Everybody's thin in their dreams. <laughs> uh, Nobody did, dreams their real life body. Hey, did you did you have two topics? Did we? Uh, are we skipping you? Did you do two, Sarah? Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did my shitty, my shitty kid oh, right. and my shitty remember. cell phone provider. Remember. All right, well, that's yeah. uh, okay. So, uh, John, this is the part of the show where you decide whose hate is the most warranted, mine or Sarah's, and we don't keep track of the score, but secretly Sarah keeps track of the score. It's so, not a secret. Uh, I fucking so, win a lot. So let's go. We'll go back over these here. Uh, today I had uh, sneaky foods and backing into parking spaces. And I had 11-year-olds that you're quarantined with and uh, Freedom fucking Mobile. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is honestly a tough choice because uh, I think, you know, given, given what's going on in the world right now, uh, Dan's choices uh, are very stupid and yes. trivial and, yeah. and absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, can't but, argue. I can't argue with but that. But on the other hand... 
I, Sarah swore a lot and I didn't really care for that. So <laughs> oh, it's a tough, I mean, it's a really tough choice, but I, I do, I, if I'm just, if I'm just considering the topics, I'm going to have to go with Sarah's hate as being oh, more deserved. God, I wish I was yeah. dead. I hope, the vi- I hope the virus takes Shock me swiftly. Chuck up another win. Takes Sorry. And it, it, honestly, it, it, I, you know, I know we're all kind of probably sick of talking about the virus. It wasn't really related to that. It was more just like, you know, I am around children all day as well. And mm-hmm. so I, I have no choice, but to commiserate with my my fellow educator but also my fellow fair uh, enough. You know, person who has to be around a child all day so. fair enough i also like for what it's worth i also think sarah's hates are better than mine this week uh, <laughs> and, and also if i'm I did choosing like the sneaky food if i'm if i'm choosing one i'm definitely choosing uh all bad comics who think they're good for sure because that affects me the most i hate it thank it's very, you very frustrating uh if you're a new comic uh just take it easy you don't need to offend people just learn how to write a joke yeah, so just be good at comedy. If, if you're new and listening, yeah, be good or isn't funny. be good or quit. <laughs> Not really. That's what I always say. I mean, it, it is it is kind of astonishing. Like most things in the world, if people aren't good at them, they stop doing them. But comedy, for some reason. <laughs> People just hang on to that so tight. Well, I think it, I, I think it's because it's been preached so much that like you got to pay your dues and you're gonna suck for a while and blah. blah but sometimes it's like. Oh, there's also the other side of people coming out to just for the social aspect of it and they become friends, which is yeah. great. But like they should know that you can just hang out and not do comedy and that's fine too. We're offer to work the door. Do you know what I mean? Like there's other yeah. things you can do. You know, I honestly, I, I think it's more of a social thing. I think so I, like too. Not like, but I don't actually mean hanging out with comedians. I mean it in the sense of like, it's an interesting thing to tell people that you do. Oh, hundred percent. So I think it's like a lot of people get into comedy who have like nothing else going on in their life and they're pretty boring and they like the way that people react when they say that they're a comedian, you know, cause it's like, it's that thing where like, I've been doing comedy for 10 years, um, you know, not to be, you know, toot my own horn or whatever, but like I've accomplished a lot in comedy and I would never bring it up. Like to me, the worst thing to talk about to someone is the fact that I do comedy. I would rather, <laughs> I, I'm so glad I'm a teacher because then when people say, what do you do? I can say I'm a teacher and that's like a normal job that people have heard of. And they're like, oh, cool. And it's like easy to talk about comedian. Like I would rather never say anything about being a comedian. It's the people who like just started doing comedy, who have been doing it for like six months, who are like, you know, on Tinder being like, yeah, I'm a comedian. Oh, yes. Like posting and, pictures yeah. of them doing comedy <laughs> or like on their face. Facebook, like, yeah, yeah, I'm a comedian. Like, that's the other thing that pisses me off about these. When people say that they're comedians when they're not, oh, when they're not, don't get me, don't pros too. Yes, pros. Like, people be like, yeah, I'm a pro comedian. It's like, no, no, you're not. You're not a pro. Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Because I've had friends. Go on. To introduce me, oh, this, she's a comedian. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah, a co-host on a comedy podcast. People don't know that I'm mediocre at. I'm it's not in just, any yes. way. It's the only Don't thing that's say interesting that. about them. So they're like, you have other things to talk about too, though. That's the thing. It's like, they're like, yeah, my life is super uninteresting. And then I noticed once I started doing open mics and telling people I was a comedian, they really thought that that was cool yes. and wanted to talk to me about it. So I'm a comedian and I'm doing it. So I think that's the thing is like, I think people are really bad. And, and I, I do think like some people just don't understand that they're bad, but like, I think a lot of people do understand that they're bad, but they're afraid to give it up because then they're like, well, if I stop doing this and I stop being a comedian, like what is interesting about? Oh, this is super spot on. And and it's indicative of, of, (laughs) 
uh, oh man, more like this is indicative. It defines it when you. People, when people uh, go and do their first open mic and then immediately their Facebook profile picture is them on stage and they've done like one of them. <laughs> That's like yeah. such a standard thing that happens. I, I don't, it bothers me when people, uh, like, oh man, there was a. Someone was running a show here, and it was like introducing all the comics on the show. And someone was like, "This person is a comedian from uh, this place," and it's like, "Nope, that person actually works at the mall and does open mics and has been doing comedy for like three months." That person is not a comedian. <laughs> like to me, the word com- you- to me the word comedian is something you like to me is is like a prestigious thing that you work super hard for to become. It's not like you don't get to, you don't get to tell people you're a comedian because you've done open mic for a year. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's like you better, if you're going to tell people you're a comedian, you better be regularly being paid to do shows. You better have a full 45 minute set that you can do that you feel good about. Like those, these are things to me that make you, you, uh, make you a comedian, not just getting on stage. Literally anyone can do that. It doesn't make you. Are you saying I have to change my Facebook profile from our live show? (laughs) No, no, (laughs) No. I'm not saying that. I don't, think you're you trying can be to pretend. a podcaster and not be a comedian that's okay absolutely you can i, I am a podcaster <laughs> and not a comedian i'm not funny at all i don't feel right? I, don't perfect. Feel, I don't feel like you're trying to be something you're not in any way and it's all about <laughs> it's all about intent right i, I, I know i'm totally kidding yeah i just in general for i'm those jokey listening. i'm being jokey yeah I'm good one jokey. good joke you should try comedy all right. sometime uh all right uh john <laughs> do you want to uh you want to tell people uh where they uh can find you Online. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cullen the Comic. Um, I've got tour dates at CullenTheComic.com. Um, I've got an I've got an album coming out probably in the fall, and and I'll be touring Victoria around that time. So if you're a Victoria listener of the podcast, you can follow me, and I'll be posting all my tour dates and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned off the top, I do have a podcast. It's called Blocked Party. Uh, it's super fun. It's me and Stefan Heck, and we bring on a, a guest every week to talk about a time that they got blocked on social media. So kind of a little bit of a, cro- <laughs> a little bit of a crossover with your podcast yeah. in terms of uh, you know some some online hatred uh, <laughs> that comes out. Uh, so yeah, so it's super fun. We we put out one episode a week, and, and we also do three bonus episodes a month. So so we got lots of content. So now now is a, as good a time as any to hop on board. You can follow us on Twitter and right? Instagram at Blocked Party Pod. Uh, and I will confirm that it is a very very funny podcast, and you should listen to it. Stefan Heck is a really funny person, and it's such a great. Con- concept uh, like the, the little write-up about it saying every block has a story because it's totally true you don't get blocked for no reason it's really yeah fun. thanks thanks yeah. man i appreciate it yeah yeah and uh yeah it definitely if you're in victoria come out and see john he's very very funny uh maybe i can even get you to do my duke show around that time that would be sweet. oh yeah i would love to i would yeah, love to yeah we'll work that out uh man okay, this, awesome. has, this has been so fun this is great uh, yeah, it's weird you. but it's okay thank you for having me yeah it was uh, <laughs> thanks was for coming on i i appreciate it yeah, man. All right. Uh, John Cullen, thank you. Very, very good times. I uh, hope you have a really wonderful day. Uh, my name is Dan. I'm Sarah. <laughs> We're not in the same room, so that was awkward. Uh, and shout out to uh, 604 Comedy here often for uh, housing us. And shout out to uh, Grossbuster for our theme song. And of course, Marcel, our editor. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, thank oh, you, Marcel. everybody. Uh, stay safe. Stay, stay safe out slash in there. Uh, don't die. Cover and, your mouth. And we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye, everybody.